On today's episode, I'm going to be sharing what happened to my business after I took off over 30 days from launching and promoting. You're not going to want to miss this. I'm going to be sharing my top five lessons and things that you absolutely need to know so that you can take uninterrupted time off of your business. There's a whole world out there of people that need you to serve them. You are now investing your time and your energy and you are stepping up to be that person and that woman who makes investments like this, who takes her business seriously, who's willing to go all in, who is driven, who is ambitious, who is going to make shit happen no matter what. This is Meant for Millions. Here's your host, Jenna Faith. Welcome to Met for Millions, the podcast for online entrepreneurs who want to create wealth and freedom with their business. You are in the right place if you're looking for the mindset and strategy to get seen, known, and paid online. I am your host, Jenna Faith, formerly known as Jen Scalia, success and mindset strategist for entrepreneurs who want to build a sustainable and predictably profitable business. Make sure that you join us each and every week where you'll get a short 15 to 20 minute audio training on how to build wealth from the inside out. There is absolutely no fluff here. You get a little bit of strategy, a whole lot of mindset, and a healthy dose of tough love with 100% authentic, raw and real advice on how to navigate this crazy world of entrepreneurship. So in today's episode, we are diving into the five lessons that I learned from taking 30 days, actually, I think it might've been more than 30 days off of my business. So off from promotions, launching, all of that hustle. And I learned a lot and I want to share that with you today. So let's go ahead and dive right in. It's going to be juicy. I promise you're going to love it. I just decided I've been doing this since 2013. I've been online. And those of you that know my story know that I really didn't do much (laughs) my whole first year. But ever since then, I've really, really been hustling, whether it is selling things, learning things. I've been just hustling. I've been hustling for the last seven and a half years. And I was like, I wonder what it would be like if I didn't hustle. I wonder what it would be like if I didn't launch anything. I wonder what it would be like if I just took a chill pill. And not to say that I hate launching or anything like that, because I actually love it. It brings me lots of joy. I enjoy doing it. I love selling. I love marketing. But honestly, I was just like, I want to take a break. I just feel like taking a break after seven years of launching and promotion. So I didn't stop working completely. I still served my clients. I still did a lot of stuff behind the scenes. I hired a new coach. I hired a new team. We're doing all kinds of rebranding stuff. So lots of stuff was going on behind the scenes. I just was like, I'm not launching any new programs. I'm not actually going to be outwardly or actively selling for this period of time. And it was supposed to be the whole month of August, but it actually ended up being almost the whole month of August and two weeks in July. So I think that a lot of this also came about because of everything that's going on in the world. There's just so much happening, so much going on on so many different levels, on so many different fronts, and I was starting to actually be affected by that. I had lived pretty much in a bubble for the last five, six years in my own world, in this online space, hanging out here, not really worrying about or caring about what was going on in the world. So around like June, July is when I was like, hmm, maybe I should not be so ignorant to the kind of stuff that's going on in the world. But what that did, it was kind of took me 
on a path that like I totally went down the path, right, of being immersed in it. So it took me a little bit of time. This also took me time to like be aware and cognizant of like what's going on in the world, not being so ignorant, but also being able to be in my bubble here where things are amazing, things are exciting. And I want to help people and I want to help people even more now that I have the clarity that I have. So I want to just jump into these five lessons that I learned from not promoting and not launching anything in my business. The first thing that I want to say is my business survived, obviously, and I made a lot of money. I still brought in multiple five figures in July and in August, and we'll continue to do that. Um, that's just been like the consistency in my business. And so the first lesson is that it felt like nothing was happening. It literally felt like from the outside, not much was going on. But internally, a lot of stuff was going on. I was getting a lot of clarity on what I want my business to look like going forward. I was getting a lot of clarity on who I wanted to be on my team, the type of structure that I wanted in my business. Like I mentioned, I was doing a lot of behind the scenes stuff with rebranding and who my ideal clients are now and how I wanted to move forward, who I wanted to support me. So even though it felt like nothing was happening, a lot of stuff was happening. So I want you to also... Like, just know that sometimes when it seems like nothing is happening on the outside in your business, or maybe you're not making sales, or maybe like money isn't coming in, or you're not launching anything, you're not putting anything like physically out there, that a lot can still happen internally. And for me, that was a lot of clarity. And it was a lot of me also connecting with what's actually really important in my world to my people, to my clients, to my legacy, to this empire essentially that I'm building. So it really allowed me the space to have clarity, to really think about what do I want this to look like? How do I want this to be going forward? Because so much is happening in the world. So much is changing. Nothing is predictable anymore. Nothing is guaranteed anymore. And so we really need to get to a place where we are in touch with and in alignment with how we want our business to look long-term. Because I can tell you now that after being in this industry for seven years, I've seen people come and go. There are people who started this business or started an online coaching business or started entrepreneurship around the same time that I did. And I don't know where they are. I have no clue where they are. Or they may have started another business. And so the longevity factor for me is really important. And it's really important for me to teach my clients this as well. I had actually just made a post yesterday where I said like, like making money online is not hard. It really is not hard to make money online. We can all learn to do that. It's very easy to make money online when the opportunity is there. It's a very different beast. It's a very different animal to create an empire, to create a business that is long lasting, that is sustainable, that creates predictable income, that is consistent in what you're bringing in. Those are two totally different things. And there's a lot of coaches out there who teach you how to make money online. Not many that are teaching you how to actually grow a business. And for me, the clarity that I received is that the people that I want to help are the people who know how to make money online and who see past that to wanting to create a legacy, to wanting to create something really sustainable and something that they can really sink their teeth into that is going to last. So that was number one. Number one is when everything kind of looks like maybe nothing is happening, there's a lot that can happen internally. There's a lot that can happen when you create space to get clarity and to get that clear vision of what you want. And sometimes when we're in that hustle mode, we don't have the opportunity to do that. When we're in that hustle mode, we don't have the opportunity to think 
about what we want long term because we're just trying to sell something. We're just trying to make a profit. We're just trying to pay our bills for that month. So give yourself that space. And one of the lessons that I actually teach my clients is create that space intentionally, create time off intentionally, or you're going to be forced to do it. And a lot of coaches that I have worked with over the years, including myself, have experienced when it comes to like that two-year mark, maybe three-year mark where you're like, I'm burnt out. I don't want to do this anymore. This is not exciting anymore. So Rather than allowing that to happen, give yourself the intentional space to take time off, to regroup, to really lock into your vision, to align with your vision. Then you won't have that forced time off where it's like, you're burnt out, you're not doing anything. So that is number one. And so this is also part of the rebranding process that I'm doing, kind of side note. I rebranded my business to Meant for Millions. I've always operated under Jen Scalia, which was my former name. Now I'm Jenna Faith. And the reality is at some point, I may want to sell this business. So if you are looking to create an actual business, if you're actually looking to create an empire that at some point you're going to exit, at some point you may be able to sell your assets or sell your company, then you want to think about creating it under a name. Like for example, mine is Meant for Millions rather than me, right? Because if it's just me, then it's always going to need me in order to survive. It's always going to need me in order to make the business work. That was just kind of a little side note on creating the legacy. The second thing is that your business can thrive and continue to grow and continue to bring money without you. And so only, only if you have it set up correctly. So this kind of goes right into what I was just saying. If you're building a business that only relies on you, you're going to burn out very quickly. You're going to get to a point where it becomes tiring. It's not fun anymore. I honestly believe like your first two years of business are going to be, you're going to have that hyper hustle. You're going to have that excited hustle where you're like doing all the things and you don't have a VA and you're just kind of like putting it all out there, but that only lasts so long. And then you get to that point where it's like, oh, I actually have to grow a business. I actually would like to take a vacation with my family and not have to bring my laptop and not have to feel like I have to post everything on social media and not feel like I have to be actively selling every day in order to make money. Creating this infrastructure in your business, creating a business model that can operate and thrive without you. Whether that means having things automated, whether that means creating a team or having a team, whatever that looks like, you can create a business that can thrive and grow and continue to make money without you, but you have to set it up correctly. And from what I see, the majority of the people do not have that set up. So I took the 30 days off from launching and promoting. And then I also took five days completely off, five days where I didn't work at all. I didn't, I did have my laptop, but I was like, I'm not working. (laughs) I'm not doing anything, right? I was able to do that and not feel guilty. I was able to do that and still make money. I was able to do that and still have my clients feel like they were being supported. And so we want to make sure that that is also happening, right? So creating this infrastructure around something that can thrive and grow and still make money without you. So that was number two. Number three is, oh, I love this one. I love this one. And it's something that like, I feel like, I knew, but felt like it really hit home for me. If you are not constantly in acquisition mode in terms of, I have to go get new clients, right? So if you're not in active acquisition mode, you can actually serve your clients better. You can serve your clients better and you can serve yourself better. You can take care of yourself better. And so the way that I work with my clients is helping them create what I call the cash flow formula 
that allows them to be in a space where they're not launching every month unless they want to. You know, some people really enjoy that and thrive off of that. The majority of the people want something a little bit more sustainable. And so having this cash flow formula in place where you have money coming in no matter what, it allows you to serve the clients who are actually paying for you. I don't know about you guys, but I have been in programs where I am really excited to join the program because the person was really excited in their marketing, in their promotions, in their live streams. And you're like, oh my God, yes, I want to join this program. You join the program that person's energy kind of dissipates. Their energy kind of disappears a little bit because now they're outselling something else, right? And I'm not saying that you can't do both. You absolutely can do both. But the reality is, if you're not having to acquire new clients or some people just can't do it properly, right? Like they just can't maintain their energy on both levels. And so, you know, you're paying clients that just signed up for a program now feel like, oh, where did this person's energy go? Well, this person's energy is now on their next launch or their next program or the next thing that they're doing. So when you take that step back and you're not launching every five seconds, you're actually able to serve your clients better. And they appreciate that, right? And I think that that's the other thing too, is like there is a distinct difference between the acquisition and serving up the clients. You have to be able to maintain both of those. And and sometimes people can't. And so it may feel like, hmm, I kind of got duped because I wanted to be in this space with this person's energy and this person gave me more energy during their launch and their free live streams than they're actually giving me in the program. When you're not in constant acquisition mode, it allows you to serve your clients better. All right, so that is number three. Number four is quality over quantity when it comes to your content. This is something that I preach a lot. I have a lot to say, but there are times where I might not have a lot to say, but I really feel like your content, whether it's a live stream, whether it's a Facebook post, whether it's an email, whether it's like a, you know, masterclass or something like that, you want to think in terms of quality. There are people out there who post on social media literally 20 times a day. That kind of waters down your message, right? It waters down your other posts because now the shelf life of your post is only as good as until you post the next one. So if you're posting 10 times a day, every single day, it's a lot, right? I would rather have one really epic post that gets hundreds of likes, hundreds of comments, people that are still seeing it and commenting on it two, three days later, right? So more the longevity and the impact of that one post or that one live stream versus doing a live stream every day and also hosting 10 times a day. It doesn't make the difference, right? Somebody wants to be impacted. I know that if I see somebody doing a live stream every day, I kind of just scroll right over them because I feel like this person is just saying stuff. (laughs) You know, they do a live stream every day. Whereas if I know somebody maybe does a live stream once a week or twice a week, and I know that that live stream like really brings it, I want to show up for that. I want to be there for that. I'm going to watch it two days later or three days later. So don't water down your own stuff by just putting more stuff on top of it. Quality over quantity when it comes to your content. I remember I had a post. I can't remember which post it was. It might have been the post where I posted myself in my bikini and I said, this is not sexy. And that post got like hundreds of likes, maybe because I was in a bikini, but it got hundreds of likes, tons of comments. And somebody even commented on the thing. I'm actually coming back to this post three days later because it just came up in my newsfeed it's still very impactful. So really think about that when you're creating the content is your quality over quantity. You don't need to post more. You just need to post better. I still will not do 800 live streams. You know, it's still going to be like once a week 
or twice a week. Really impactful. So that you can come in, get what you need, and go and apply it and implement into your business. I'm not talking just to talk. (laughs) I'm not showing up just to show up. I'm not getting on a live stream just because I challenged myself to be on a live stream, but because I actually want to make an impact, because I actually want to share something with you. That's what you want to remember when you're creating your content is make sure that your content is really impactful, that it's quality content, that it's something that whatever it is, if you're a health coach, somebody can watch your live stream and walk away and apply that to their life, apply that to their diet, apply that to whatever's going on. If you're in relationship coach, same thing, make it impactful, make it something where it's not just you blabbering, you're actually going to deliver something. And so they're going to want to show up. So that's number four, quality over quantity. I don't know why I keep getting tongue twisted on that, but quality over quantity when it comes to your content, you know, because of our programming, I think, I mean, I know for me, it was like, oh, if I don't, if I don't post every day, I'm going to miss out on an opportunity. Or if I don't post every day, I'm not, I'm not going to make money. We have to unprogram ourselves from that. Okay. This is just what we've been taught, especially those of us who have been online for a long time, years. It's this programming of like, you have to do this. You have to hustle. Like, I love Gary Vee, but I don't need to recreate the wheel. I'll be doing another live stream on this soon. You don't have to recreate the wheel. You just have to leverage what you already have. So a really good piece of content or a really good live stream or a really good post can actually be turned into multiple pieces of content that you can spread out over the whole week. Like, how cool is that? All right, so that is number four. And number five is momentum creates the leap. I always remember this, like when I take a step back, when I kind of just want to chill and I feel like, oh my God, if I'm not hustling, if I'm not moving forward, if I'm not, you know, leaning towards and like making stuff happen, that nothing's happening. That's my program. But the quote is an arrow can only be shot by pulling it backwards. An arrow can only be shot by pulling it backwards. So when life is dragging you back with difficulties, doesn't have to be difficulties. It could be just a break. It means that it's going to launch you into something great. So just focus and keep aiming. So I love that because if you really think about that analogy, it's the truth. In order to to shoot an arrow, you have to pull it back. Think about people that are running races. So let's say somebody is, is doing a hurdle jump. They can't just from a standstill jump that hurdle. <laughs> they actually have to create momentum, right? Like they have to create the momentum and then do it and then take that jump and then take that leap. Like maybe it feels like you're taking a step back or not a whole lot is happening. Remember, it can create an epic leap for you. It can create that forward momentum that you might not have if you're like in that constant mode. I mean, I had multiple five-figure months in July and August and I haven't done a live stream in eight weeks. Not that I would recommend it. I mean, I think it's great to come on live. I think it's great for your people to see you, to hear you, to be able to connect with you in that way. I think it's amazing. I think everybody should do it, but I don't believe that you need to do it every day. I just am not of that mindset. It's proven. Lots of my clients don't do a live stream every day. Some do. The ones that do the live streams every day is because they love it. They love being on camera. They love showing up for their people. They get the interaction. So just be very selective in terms of what you're going to do. Make sure that it's quality. And it'll last. You also want to think about your ideal clients. So one of the reasons why I actually stopped doing the live streams is because I went to my ideal clients, my favorite clients, people who had paid me, high level coaches. And I literally was like, do you watch live streams? All of them said no. They said no. I don't have time for that. Know who your ideal clients are. If maybe they don't have time for a 45 minute or an hour long live stream, like come up with something short. 
So I have this like live stream series. I actually had two live stream series that I did. Carline confessions because I had to go pick up my son and like wait in the car line. And I had, I had like about 10 to 15 minutes. So I was like, this is where I'm going to do my live streams. So I just called it Carline confessions and it was less than 10 minutes. And then I created another one called the two minute turnaround. So it's like I have an idea or a concept and I literally talk about it for two minutes. There's ways that you can still show up and have people see you and feel you and hear you without it being like a big burden, but it's still very impactful and you're making that connection. If you know that your people are busy, if you know that your people are high level, they're not going to sit there and watch 45 minute live stream or an hour long live stream. Then you want to get creative with it. Do something short, do something sweet, do something really impactful. And then they're going to want to show up for that. So quality over quantity in all of your content. It's funny because I almost quit the podcast. I was like, it's just not exciting anymore. It's not fun anymore. But actually, once I took that time off, I regrouped and I was like, I'm going to continue to do the podcast. I'm excited about the podcast. So giving yourself that space and giving yourself that clarity and like what the big vision is will allow you to also be able to get rid of some things in your business that maybe aren't serving you anymore or add things or just approach things differently. Now, I do want to also let you guys know that I do Facebook ads now. We did have ads going. We weren't selling anything, but we were, we were consistently building an audience. We were consistently getting new leads into the business. So we do have some automated stuff that's kind of happening in order to do that. And that goes back to what I was saying with number, I think it was number two or three of like, make sure that you're building a business, a real business. Make sure that you have the infrastructure set up to allow you to do that, to allow you to take the time off, to allow you to nap in the middle of the day, to allow you to take your kids to the beach and not have to worry about being on social media all the time. Now, I love social media, but after eight years, it's like, I just wanted a break. That first year or two years, you're like, yes, I'm doing this. Like, I am willing to like do everything. I'm throwing everything in the kitchen sink at this, right? But then after the two years, you're like, eh, I'm going to actually build something that's sustainable, that feels good, and that allows me to have some time off. So that wraps it up for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so excited to be able to share these lessons with you. And I really hope that it helps in terms of figuring out how to really balance the hustle and the flow in your business. Now, obviously, I have nothing against hustle. However, we all got into this business. We all got into entrepreneurship because we wanted freedom. And so many people do not have that freedom. They're chained to their phone. They're chained to their computer. I really just wanted to give you perspective shift on when you create the business and the infrastructure the way it's supposed to be, you can have that freedom, not feel guilty, go on vacation, enjoy the people and the things in your life and still have a thriving business. So head on over to the show notes at jenscalia.com forward slash E67. That is the letter E and the number 67. And make sure that you come back for the next episode. Also, if you are loving this podcast, please subscribe so that you don't miss an episode and leave an honest review if you're loving the episode. This will actually help us get in front of more people, get this podcast in more ears and help more people have a thriving, profitable business. Let's keep this conversation going. Join us in the private discussion group, The Ambitious Babe, where ambitious, driven online entrepreneurs go to get the mindset and strategy to grow and scale their online empires. Join The Ambitious Babe at jenscalia.com slash tribe.